Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Air Conditioning Podcast, um, all about air conditioning. You okay, Jay? And I'm your host, Shane. Brad's with me. I'm the other host. (laughs) (laughs) How's the OCD? (laughs) All right. G'day, guys. Welcome to the Air Conditioning Podcast, where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics, and the cold, hard facts, Brad. The cold, hard facts. Is that better? That's better, yeah. Good. Yes, that was just irritating me. It's getting under my skin doing that. Jesus, I didn't know. I thought you were having, was it pissing you having a stroke or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I couldn't reach, Brad. Couldn't reach. So I uh, hope you've all had a, uh, a good week. Brad, how's your week been? No, not too bad. Not too bad. It's been mm-hmm. busy, which is good. Do tell. Well, just a lot of quoting and a lot of running around and all that sort of stuff. So That's hopefully good. making a, a dollar out of it. But hope so, don't you? What sort yeah. of quotes have you been doing? Oh, what have we been doing? Ducted, ducted quotes, split quotes, a bit of servicing. Commercial stuff. Yeah, got on the tools this week. Yeah. yeah changed to board and a daken. Mm-hmm. A couple of fair motors. How'd it end up? Oh, it worked. Working, I hope. Yeah, so I've still got it. The old boy still has it. The old boy, yeah. That's good. Good to hear. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's been all right. Mm. It's, uh, I think we're uh, looking forward to a bit of nice weather. Yeah, it was which is only, today, which only a couple is... of weeks away from summer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's from spring. Yeah, spring, yeah. Getting ahead of myself. But, uh, we've had rain after rain after rain. It's been bloody cold. Yeah, it's been very moist. So uh, <laughs> don't say moist ever again. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, COVID's back in great oh, numbers. back with vengeance, yeah. In Australia, we uh, New South Wales lockdown. They will, are they talking like Christmas? Yeah, at least I, think. I reckon they'll be still in lockdown at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. They're at, what was it, six hundred or something? Six hundred and eighty something. Jesus, it's just it's just escalating out of control. It's crazy. Melbourne is they're back in lockdown. We've had Canberra in lockdown. Yeah, Queensland is. I think they've only got two cases at the moment. We're, yeah, they're, um, they're they're easing their restrictions. I think. Yeah, we're free here in so, SA, yeah. which is we're, we're the, good for we're now. The good ones at the moment. Mm, WA, is, uh, WA uh, what are they? They got low numbers uh, too. I yeah, think. Yeah, they're so, low numbers. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing all right. Who's going to get the granny? Oh, looks like it's going to be WA again, doesn't it? Apparently, yeah. SA's got the hat. The be ring, nice. Be nice for to see the Adelaide Oval. But... Yeah, it would. I don't know whether the uh, nice SA to... Health will let it happen. That's the WA had their turn. They've had their turn. I think it's time for us. Jesus, it's not very fair, is it? No. But it would be nice there, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be great. Be great. great for SA and great for the. As long as we don't import uh, the COVID with us, mm. with it. Mm. That's always yeah. a worry. But uh, yeah, so look, um, today we are doing something a little bit different, Brad. Just a little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. We. Um, we don't have a guest on today. No. We were the guests. We were right? the guests, yes. We were the guests on uh, uh, on Behind the Tools podcast, which yep. is brought to you by Tradeify. And the host of uh, Behind the Tools is uh, Michael Steckler, CEO yep. of, uh, of Tradeify. 
trader for guys out there use them trader for well, there is, yeah, yeah. definitely definitely yeah. twenty thousand yeah. people yeah. using yeah. it currently I believe um, but uh, and of course which friend of the show is trader for they used to sponsor yeah. the show and uh, so we thought uh, we would um, well we going back a couple of weeks ago this is when we were in lockdown yeah uh, in that uh, seven day lockdown I was in quarantine for fourteen days that's right sucked a bit but. You know, you do what you do. Um, and so during that time, uh, we uh, were lucky enough to be a guest on their on their podcast, yeah. Brad. So that was that was a bit of something different. It was. It was good. Yeah, I was at home. You were in here, I think, weren't you? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. You were, you yeah. Were here. Yeah, 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 I was here and you were there. I was there yeah. and you were here. Yeah. Uh, so we've only done one of those before. Yeah. That was with... Um, so we're getting we're seasoned campaigners now. Yeah, I know. Just got, rolling um, with the punches, hey? Got interviewed by two people now. Yeah. Things are looking up, Brad. Yeah, well, I don't know if there's going to be any more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, the Behind the Tools um, podcast is an inside look at tradespeople from all over the world. So they have guests on all over yeah. the world. Yeah. So we're a part of that. That's that's pretty, pretty good. special, eh? Yeah. Um, each episode, they bring um, on a guest to answer the real questions that you have about life uh, in the trades, um, running a business, and how to overcome the challenges that come with being a tradie. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to get onto their podcast, you want to get to behind the new behind the, behind the tools at tradeifyhq.com. Yep. Get have on. You, it. Have you parked your Harley? Or? Yeah, it's just my phone. <laughs> Someone was ringing me. So uh, anyway, uh, with that, Brad, shall we jump into it? We shall. Okay. Welcome to Behind the Tools. Here's Tradeify CEO and your host, Michael Steckler. Hi, everyone. Hi, Welcome awesome. to another edition of the Tradeify Behind the Tools podcast. Um, delighted this week, actually, to have two people I've spoken to before on their podcast, the Air Conditioning Podcast. Um, look it up if you get a, a chance to do that. So Brad and Shane Rawson from uh, Morfit Air. Have I pronounced the company name right, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Who are based in Adelaide, who are unfortunately, um, those of you that follow the news, have been in a lockdown, I think soon to finish lockdown, which is, which is good to hear. Um, and for those international listeners, Adelaide is, uh, I think, the fifth biggest Australian city, uh, the biggest city in South Australia. If I'm not mistaken. Um, That's probably yeah. about right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, welcome on board. Great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Right, thanks for having us. We're thrilled to be here. No, thrilled thrill to have you. It's like a lovely day in Adelaide today, by the way, in the background there. Yeah, it's oh, actually not too still, bad at the moment. Yeah. Still cold. Don't be fooled. It's uh, sun's shining. Yeah. What, 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 do you, what do you think of as cold, just out of interest? Uh, we've had um, some. Quite cool weather over the last couple of weeks, haven't we, Brad? Yeah, Since probably it's been, it's, been a, it's been hovering around what um, the 14s, 14 mark. Celsius. 13, 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, free, oh, freezing. Yeah, freezing. <laughs> so at, at night time, sort of, uh, at night time, it gets down a bit cold. It's like I don't know, maybe ten, eight. Oh, eight. <laughs> eight <to> ten. <laughs> Let's try next to doing on. It depends. Oh, it depends what you're acclimatized to. So you're presumably is a lot of your business more for um, people calling their homes in your area. Uh, no, a bit of both actually. A bit yeah, of both. So because we've got the reverse cycle side of it, so yeah, the heating and the calling. So if it's hot or cold, we're busy. 
Yeah, busy all year round. All year round. That's fantastic. So maybe yeah, you want to start. Like I didn't... The in-between weather. You don't like the what? The in-between weather. We don't like the in-between weather. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's no good. You like you like extremes. Extremes. Um... Yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty of those coming at the moment, unfortunately. Um <laughs> Cool. So look, maybe start one of the things I was really fascinated about. So this is a, you know, you're a family business. Uh, you work together. You've been a family business for many years, more than 40 years, almost 50 years, I think, as a, as a business, uh, more for Edge. Maybe you want to give us the, the background and how the business was started and how you sort of got into it? Yeah, well, um, it is 50 years this year. Um, oh, wow. But, congrats. Uh, mom, yeah. Uh, thank you. Mum and dad started the business back in 71 um, at a um, suburb called Morfitt Vale, which is in the southern suburbs of Adelaide. Um, back then it was, um, back in those days, it was really not the competition they um, they have, what we have now. Um, right. And dad was out sort of doing the service calls and the repairs and the installs. And mum was working from home, doing the invoicing and taking calls, et cetera, from, uh, from our home, um, Morfitt Vale. And, um, and changing my nappy at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still do that, Brad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, uh, yeah, they just, the business grew. Uh, they started to get more sort of uh, maintenance contracts and things and connections here, here, here and there. And um, they eventually uh, bought a, uh, or moved into a premises down at Plimpton, which yeah. is more sort of around like central area. Um, and then uh, the, the name just stuck. They decided to keep the name um, and, uh, and just run with it. So, uh, yeah, so that's where we are today. That's fantastic. And how's it working together as, as family? Terrible. Just in that... <laughs> <laughs> um, we get on pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And did you, it's, 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 go on. I was going to say, it has challenges. There's no, no doubt about that. Um, like uh, anyone who works with a family, uh, especially working with Brad, it's tough at times. But <laughs> no, look... Uh, to, to be honest, um, we all get along famously. We really do, inside of work and outside of work. And we, I guess we all sort of um, appreciate our, each other's strengths. Yeah. We also have, we also recognise, you know, we were not too strong, so we, but we all sort of scaffold each other and, and prop each other up to sort of get the job done sort of thing. I think you're really lucky. It's really cool to be able to work with family like that. And did, did you always both want to be in the business, having sort of seen your parents build it over time? Was that always a sort of conscious thing you wanted to do? No, not at all. <laughs> I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> uh, I, I sort of got into it um, because I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And obviously there was a, a, a availability there to, to move in, do an apprentice apprenticeship. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I did. And... Uh, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying but uh, yeah how are you treated and, as an apprentice when it's family well I had I was working under uh, we had tradies working for us yeah um, so I think at the time there was about three or four different guys we had a sparky and a couple of fridges and um, yeah I used to I used to cop it so <laughs> and it was a bit hard because I was uh, I was on both sides I was both sides of the camp you know I was the the tradie with the guys and I was also on the family side, so they, they always used to give me shit for being, you know, oh, you're the son, your boss's son, you know. 
So yeah, uh, yeah. it was it was a bit hard in that way, but yeah, we got through. And where's but, the business uh, at? Where's the business at now in terms of sort of staff and um, where you're at today? Do you want to go there, Shane? We've sort or? of um, yeah, we've we've kind of changed a little bit um, the way we're sort of the direction we're heading in. Um, where the business previously has had uh, lots of uh, employees. Um, Mum and Dad had got to the stage where they were getting a bit older and decided they wanted to start to scale things back a bit. I was off doing other other jobs um, outside of the, the, the business. Um, Brad was contracting to the business. Um, and so they sort of started to scale things back um, more than right. anything. They, they, uh, and, and they started to head towards the using more subcontractors. Right. Um, and, and so the business sort of scaled back, but then we started to, I came back to the business and we decided to sort of try and build things up again. So I guess our, our um, team of subbies grew um, and, and there's been lots of changes with our sub, subcontractors over that, that time as well. But now we're at that stage again, where we're looking to pivot again and, and potentially look at employing more uh, uh, staff again, so. Mm. Oh, great. That's great to hear. And is it, are you mainly commercial or residential or both? Both. Yeah. Build up again is the commercial side. Yeah. Previously, uh, mum and dad were, were very focused around the commercial side, weren't they, Brad? They had lots of um, yeah. uh, commercial type maintenance agreements and contracts. Um, yeah. uh, and as they started to pull things back, they, they decided to... to sort of reduce those numbers but um we're looking to go the other way again go the other way get back into it that's great mm. and um is it challenging how, how do you find it hiring people are you are you now doing everything you've got installers and you talked about sparkies and everything else is, is the business are you subcontracting most of those functions yeah, are you looking yeah. to hire sort of permanent staff to do it across everything yeah we're yep. mainly using um subcontractors <clears throat> which, is, which is we're lucky we've got a, a really a good couple of teams of uh, contractors to do our installations and so forth. Yeah. Um, we had our own Sparky just up until last week, and he's he's moved on. So we'll be looking for another another Sparky shortly. He, he's in in a van, um, and uh, yeah, but mainly mainly the the uh, contractor side. And I must say, it is it's it is a, a lot easier to to deal with contractors. I find uh, when you've got a good relationship with them. Um, they know that they know that we will be giving them their, their quantity of work and um, that we pay them regularly and we've got a good good relationship so I find that's it's actually a lot easier than employing but that's just how how we've found it over the last few years anyway and I presume you built a decent relationship with those presumably the same subcontractors over a period of time so it's almost like a yeah. full-time employee just with a different relationship yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yep. just yep. makes it easier. Um, that it's, it works well for them because they know where their uh, work's going to be coming from. They they can look after their cash flow because we're going to be paying them regularly. So it works well for them, works well for us. Yeah, fantastic. But I unfortunately, know. Yeah, and I think they are that we, a, we a bit more expensive yes. than yeah. an employee. Well, I think. <laughs> but we also, try to, we also try to pay them well too because we want to hold on to them. Um, there's yeah. no sense in trying to you know, be a cheap ass and then, then going off doing your own thing, thinking, well, we can get, you know, do work for someone yeah. else. And, and uh, but no, I think we, that's probably the one thing that we've tried to do is pay them well, better than the industry standard, but also regularly. 
So they've got that right. constant cash flow, which is important. Yeah. And do you think you'll change that over time? Or is that the, the plan to sort of stick with, stick with subcontractors, even as you grow and get more of those commercial contracts? We're definitely going to... I'd like personally... Yeah. 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 We're yeah. definitely yeah. moving towards uh, putting more of our own people on. Um, but at the same time, we still want to be able to uh, have our have our current subcontractor list that we've got. So ideally, we want to we want to keep feeding them and expand out and have have more of our own guys as well. And how hard is it to find good people that can do what you need them to do in in your space, even even whether they're subcontractors or full time employees? It's pretty it's pretty difficult, um, particularly. Um, it, on the well, we we have the uh, the ducting side of things with the residential market. Yeah, and it, it's always difficult to find uh, guys that can do an installation and do it without having faults and and you know water leaking through someone's roof and all that sort of thing. So um, that's where I think um, the subcontractors do work because they know that if they if they um, they muck up the job, you know, basically yeah. it's going to come back and fall on them. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, but it is very difficult. Um, but they are out there. The guys are, guys are out there. It's just a matter of fighting them. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's probably one thing that we've kind of learning is that we, you need to be looking all the time consistently, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. keeping, keeping the feelers out there and letting people know that we're actively looking because um, you don't want to have that scenario where the, you know, the ideal candidate, pops up and you're not ready for it and um you know you've lost them so i guess that's where we're trying to structure our business at the moment to be prepared for that those opportunities yeah how do you so how, what does that look like for you in terms of hiring how do you put the feeders out how do you find find those people do you advertise or is it predominantly sort of word of mouth well that's traditionally in the past we've done the um we've done the, the you know the ads on the online portals like your seeks and what have you yeah um and i think that a lot of the time there you, you're basically sifting through um resumes and ap applicants that potentially aren't the right fit um and it's very very time consuming so yeah. and we've also gone through um agencies before where they do the, the hard yards for you um so i think i think it's so important you've got to sort of advertise and have those have those ads running but um i think more it could also be more through like even the subcontractors themselves you know they might yeah. know of someone who who's looking looking for work and there's currently the job that they're not particularly happy with or for whatever reason so yeah i think uh, the word of mouth is, is still is still a good um option yeah. Inter yeah. internal as well so if you've got someone working for you in that position they quite often know someone else who they they think is a is a good fit, yeah. um, right. and uh, perhaps they can uh, they can bring someone on board, and there might be a bit of an incentive for them to do that. Mm. You know, after after if the person stays on for a particular amount of time, then they might uh, they might have an incentive to, uh, to to bring that person in. Right, right, and you get that sort of credibility and trust that comes straight in with that. Yeah, and do you do, right. do you have you hired apprentices at all, or have considered that, or is that a path for you? Uh, in the past, in the past, we have. Um, I had I was contracting to uh, Morfitts. I had my own business where I was yeah just contracting to Morfitts, and I think I had about three three uh, apprentices um, over the over a few years. 
Yeah. And we, um, I actually got those through a, an organization called Peer, uh, which are a, a um, uh, you, know, you pay a, a certain amount for the for the apprentice per week um, as a as a one fee covers everything. Right. Um, like a recruiting. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they uh, they actually um, I suppose distribute out the the apprentices to uh, to different organisations and uh, and they can move around as well. But I ended up having uh, my guys have tended to stick with me so. Um, I had a couple go all the way through, um, and then I had a, a, a couple, uh, you know, do a good amount of time with me and move on. But that was the way I did it. It's probably not the most uh, economical way, but it is a good way of doing it if you're not sure, 100% sure of, uh, you know, your, your uh, I suppose, the continuity of work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. sort of segue and another thing that interested me um, about your business is you've, you've got solar power as well. How big a, yep. how big a business is that for you versus the other stuff? Is that a focus? It's, uh, it's, it's not a huge focus for us. It's, um, um, I suppose in that space, we could do more, uh, more advertising, um, but it's sort of, it's more of a sideline, you know, in yeah, between yeah. type type uh, thing just to, to fill the gaps I suppose um, and you know in the you know, you know April May that's when we need to fill some gaps and that that tends to do that a bit yeah. mm-hmm. um, there's always there's, you could always do with more but yeah do you see it changing I mean one of the things I'm interested in you know, if I was talking to a you know UK plumber we'd be talking about gas boilers and what happens in yeah whatever that number is, 10, 15, 20, 30 years when they get phased out, you know, what replaces it, how are they preparing for that? You know, and many just aren't preparing because they can see enough work for quite some time in service in all those existing boilers and existing homes. Um, yeah. Do you ever think about that stuff in terms of how the how things might change over time and what that means for your business? Yeah, I think so. We've, we've seen a lot of changes in our time. Um, but, uh, and, and with the diversification, obviously, you know, you, you come... You, you come across different uh, different fields and so forth. That you yep. um, you start looking into, um, but uh, yeah. So I've I've lost track now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the diversification has been important for us. Um, we've you know, where we were solely uh, doing air conditioning for so many years. Um, as Brad said, we had those those downtimes. You know, during uh, sort of April May. June, um, yeah, and we just we, we've virtually sitting around twiddling our fingers, thinking where you know where do we go from here? Suddenly winter kicks in and you're up and about, you know, and yeah, so yeah. we thought, well, this is this is not the way it's you know, particularly when you've got employees, um, you can't have those downtime. So we were, as Brad said, looking to fill those voids, and um, that's where we sort of diversified and looked at the options of solar. So we've, and, and that's that's been great for our business and. Um, you know, having the electrical electrical side of the business has been great too, because it's not it's, you don't have that that's that the right. season demand like uh, like mm. you do with air conditioning and even the plumbing and they're all they're all kind of they have to be a good fit for your current business too, and 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 you know they've got to complement each other and, and we found that they they all seem those different trades seem to be working well for us yeah yeah mm. yeah. Yeah, do you, and do you see that growing? So you, you put more in, investment into that. You think that will grow over time? Is there? I mean, is there a demand for it? I mean, you've got the you've got the right weather for it. Um, so oh, yeah, in terms yeah. of South yeah, that, Australia, that's, 
it's definitely going to be it's de definitely going to be a thing of the future. Um, but I think it's not so much. We've had a huge uh, influx of solar coming into our country. Yeah. Um, just about everyone's got a, a solar system on their roof, and and yeah. uh, you know we're getting to the point now where we are replacing a lot of the old systems. Yeah. Um, and um, and and that technology uh, you know is changing so much. We're going to batteries, obviously the Tesla batteries, and there's others around as well. And then there's a new technology for hydrogen um, cells, hydrogen yep. um, battery cells. So that's just starting now uh, to, I think uh, I was talking to a guy the other day, they, they installed their first one um, as a tester. Um, and yeah, that, that's, that's huge, you know. Once that that comes in, it's uh, that's a game changer, you know. But, how do you how do you get up to uh, speed with yeah. that? Just that interest. Is that just talking to people, or do you intentionally go out there and find out what could be next and make sure that you're tooled up for it? Yeah, I'll always keep my my uh, ear to the ground, I suppose, and and see what's going on. Just and also just talking to a lot of guys that are that are in the know. Yeah, um, that's probably. And then and then if something uh, sparks up, I'll uh, I'll start doing a bit of um, investigation into it and see whether and and how soon and you know whether it's worth uh, looking into at the moment and things like that so we've we haven't done a hell of a lot in the in the battery space yet um we've sort of been waiting on you know the technology to, to i suppose become a bit more um economical for for people to to do yeah um so we're sort of we're probably just around the corner from getting into the batteries and then obviously the the technology changes from there and yeah. I think also that we, um, you know, going back to what you said, Michael, about advertising, ramping that side of the business up, um, I guess we're not not out to try to compete with um, some of the some of these guys that are, are absolutely smashing it here. Um, you know, they've, they've made really solid businesses for themselves and we're not really in a position to try and compete with them. We would right. rather um, service our existing client base um, and offer it as an as an add-on service. You know, we've already got that database of clients, a 50 years worth of clients, and they, you know, they've we've got that element of trust there. And they, you know, when they when they realise that you're actually doing electrical, you're doing some solar, and you're doing some plumbing, they sort of say, well, you know, we, we trust this, we trust them as a business. Why not why not just get a quote from them as well? So yeah. that's kind of how it's it's kind of that, isn't it, Brad? That's sort of the avenue we're kind of yeah. in with the solar. And with all the different um, uh, technologies and so forth and different uh, aspects of different areas that you could go into, you've got to also remember your core business as well. So yes. you don't want to you don't want to diversify to the point where you've you've thinned yourself out that fine that you can't actually focus and do and and really um, and really do a good job in in the areas that you you should be doing. You know, um, mm. you could you could spread yourself too too thin, I suppose. Yeah, I know it's, so, it's, yeah. it's a really good point. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and like you say, you've got some incumbent competition that just do solar, uh, right? Some of those yeah, companies, that's, that's all right. they do. And so, yeah, that's a, exactly. that's a tough thing. Yeah. Um, and then I, I first met met you guys on your podcast, which I was sort of going to lead to next. Um, so I mentioned it up front, the air conditioning podcast. Uh, should be the air conditioning and sometimes solar podcast. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but, maybe um, a bit of plumbing. Yeah, yeah. Roofing, painting. 
it's a great podcast. I listened to your last episode. Thank I like the first. I like the first you. eight minutes. First eight minutes, which I was sort of. Uh, I thought it was admirable that you kept in, uh, which was you sort of swear, <laughs> swearing at your computer. Was something the general gist of it? Um, but talk, talk me through. It's what gives it character. Talk me through. You know what? What made you set that up on the YouTube channel? Like what prompted you to do that? Was it initially a consumer thing, like just to help people? who were trying to figure out what air conditioning you need to get. Was it that, that the approach or was it more than that? Um, the getting uploaded the podcast to YouTube was a kind of a, uh, a secondary thought um, because with our YouTube channel for Morford Air has been up and going for about seven years. Yeah. Um, and so we already had the audience there um, and it just, I thought it was a good, good fit to upload in addition to our tutorials that we have on there to have the podcast on there because also it's part of it audience yeah. yeah it's part of it so mm -hmm. um yeah and the tutorials though were they aimed at consumers originally yeah it was all yeah, kind of, everything i think yeah yeah mainly, it was mainly consumers we, we were just sort of getting the same sort of questions you know the faqs coming through that um prompted us and this like i said this going back seven years ago um yeah and we thought, well, instead of instead of um, sort of having to go through these same spills over and over, wouldn't it be nice just to be able to send a link to someone? Um, right. and, and one of those one of those um, that has been extremely popular. I mean, it's often the, the, the really simple um, videos mm. that are the most popular. There's one that we did of Brad just resetting a, an aircon unit. You know, just do, doing a, re, a reset, hard reset, and. And we, we whacked it up there and now it's had, you know, over 500,000 uh, views. Um, and, and so we just, and we get constantly, um, you know, messages from people saying, thanks, you know, I tried to, you know, go through the manual, couldn't really make head and tail out of it. And your video was so self-explanatory yeah, yeah, and easy yeah, to yeah, follow. People, people loved it. So that was, it's been good. But um, yeah. yeah, so I think that going back to your question, I think the, um, uploading the podcast to that was just a good fit for that reason. Another audience, I suppose. Yeah, it was the podcast, so the, the YouTube channel, and, you know, we, we talked about this before before we actually came on, that you've had, you know, 2 million downloads now, right, which is amazing um, over that period. Um, yeah. It's a big number, high engagement. Was the podcast more about the industry, or were you still thinking that there might be some consumers that would listen? Yeah, I, I think that... Um, and again, this goes back, uh, or probably six six years ago. Um, I've always really enjoyed podcasts and 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 reading and and just you know, learning and different things. And one day, I don't know why, I was sitting there thinking, what what they've got in relation to air conditioning. And I had a look, and I couldn't really find much. Yeah, you know, there might have been this right. odd episode here and there that you know might might have been related to a home a renovation podcast or something. And I thought, well. Maybe we should, you know, maybe we should put one together and see what see what yeah. comes of it. So I sat down at a computer and, and smashed out an episode, but then got cold feet. I thought no one in the right mind is going to want to listen to this. Um, and it wasn't till uh, uh, you know a year or two ago that um, I went to a seminar and they said, "Oh, podcasting's a new thing, and you know you've got to get into it, this and that." And I went came back to Brad and I said, "Look, you know, I think we should give this a crack." You know, they're Let's just let's just roll the dice, see what happens, and you know if we get laughed out of the place, or so be it. You know, we've got to have a go. So we did it, and we have not had any 
no negative responses whatsoever. It's just all been positive and everyone's been so supportive and awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's really cool. And do, do, do you get much business from the, I always ask everyone that's sort of in this game that does YouTube channels or Instagram or whatever it might be or podcasts. Do you, do you get much business? Does it help with business at all in terms of people looking at you? Probably more your YouTube channel. Yeah, more the YouTube. More than yeah. YouTube. Uh, we, we weren't sure where the podcast was, what it, like which direction it was sort of got to go in. But the, the biggest responses we had was from, from tradies and guys, like guys in the industry. Yeah. So that was kind of where we thought, well, that's, we've kind of niched it down a lot to, to, to follow that, that um, lead. But I kind of, in a way, regret it a little bit now. I think we've probably niched it down too much. Um, there's no reason why we couldn't open that up again, I suppose, to other trades. Uh, you know, and, and make that as part of the part of the show. But um, it was it was where we where we started, and it's kind of the, the, the path we followed. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, and how do you find guests? How do you decide what you're going to talk about, and how you're going to approach it in between doing the day job? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. We we um, we started off. We didn't we didn't actually know that we were going to have guests, did we, Shane? Oh, you were just going to talk to each other yeah. about it? So, yeah, we were just yeah, going yeah, yeah. to talk. Yeah. And then, and the then we went, oh, um, we should probably uh, talk to someone else, you know? So uh, we ended up, I don't know, I think we just started throwing some names around of, um, you know, people in, in the industry that we already knew and had a relationship with and, um, and uh, yeah, we started putting it out there, and and uh, gradually, you know, some of the guys uh, work for us. Um, we do work with other people that have come on, yeah. and then uh, we had we've had people um, contact us, uh, you know, as as time's gone on um, from overseas and the like, and um, yeah, just uh, yeah, come come on, let's let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's really that's it's that's really quite really well. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, do you, and I think yeah. that was the that was the the, the 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 thing behind the podcast, Michael, was that Brad and I we always said that we're not the experts. Yeah, we wanted to get the experts in and get their opinions, but it was just another platform to talk about the industry because there's not yeah. really a lot. There's not a lot of discussion around it apart from now, more recently with uh, Facebook groups and things like this. But yeah, aside from that, it wasn't really much to get the conversation flowing. So. Um, yeah, we, we just thought, well, this this works well for us because we can learn a, 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 you know, a ton of stuff from other people as well. Yeah, and we have. Yeah, yeah which we is have. which is yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. And you know, as you, as you branch out into more trying to get more commercial work, we what's the approach there in terms of winning business? It's one thing I'm always interested in. Is that is that a word of mouth yeah. thing again, or are you gonna have to knock some knock some doors down? We're probably gonna have to knock some doors yeah. down. Um, I think in the past we probably took a, a for a little bit for granted that we had um, you know a, a fairly large selection of um, of maintenance contracts I suppose and we let it we let it go let it whittle down um, yep. I suppose over the years which is probably a fairly big mistake um, mm. looking back at it now we should have we should have really clung on to those those customers because they are really uh, your bread and butter um, yeah. But um, yeah, so we're going to probably have to knock some doors down, and it's a bit of word of mouth as well, um, getting into to talk to the right people. And I think that's also yeah. what Mum and Dad did exceptionally well was they 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 could see the value in those those contracts, and they right. really nurtured them well, and they worked on them um, 
And I guess us coming into the business, they were already there. So we didn't appreciate, well, I personally probably didn't appreciate the value that it took to acquire those, those, those relationships and those connections. Um, and then, then the ongoing uh, nurturing of those and, and making sure that everyone's happy all the time and, and treating them like their, their goal once you've got them, right. you've got to hold on to them for dear life. And I guess when dad, mum and dad started to sort of step back from the business a bit, we kind of didn't run with it. You know, we were sort of a bit, yeah. as Brad said, a little bit complacent at times. Um, and so they started to, and, and then we had, you know, some uh, uh, contractors that were working for us that, you know, allegedly <laughs> uh, have taken some of that work with them as well. So, right. um, um, so which hasn't helped, but, you know, we, we, we recognise those faults and um, uh, we, we've got things in place now to, to, to rebuild again, so. Mm. Yeah, well, any, any advice you'd give anyone else who's sort of, because I think that, that's a common thing that can, can happen in terms of, you know, um, whether taking for granted is the right phrase, but nurturing that kind of existing customer base, um, to your point, which I think many of our listeners and our customers certainly have those types of businesses where once you've got someone locked in, it's just, a, you know, if you keep treating the right way, it's very easy way to have a sort of long-term kind of recurring okay. revenue. Yeah, is there, a, is there anything you would have done differently or you look back and go, you know, things you would do in the future? I think they say that um, you, the, yeah. your existing customers are your cheapest customers, and that's mm. probably fairly true. It is very um, true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the diversification side of it, I think we, if, I wish we'd had done that sooner right. rather than leave it till now, um, just so that we could really smooth out those, those waves. Um, yeah. And um, I think just, just really working that database, you know, and going back to people and, and as Brad said, that they are your cheapest customer. We're, everyone kind of gets bogged down with new customer acquisition all the time, you know, placing ads here and Google ads and Facebook campaigns and radio advertising, of which we're, we're guilty of ourselves. And you right. kind of forget about those people that you've already spent the time with. They've already, they're already your customer. But I think going back and, and looking after those people, keeping that constant communication up, I think is is absolutely paramount to um, yeah you know to and, that, to, and that's not an easy it. thing to do either by the way no. you know to 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 keep on visit, revisiting those customers and keep in touch and working out ways of doing that you know that's that's where you guys and you know, people like yourselves come into it I suppose and right. and make give you those tools to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, do it. Do it also. I think in an automatic way because I think that's part of the yes. problem is you either put yeah. a reminder reminder in right, but when you're on the job, on the tools yeah. all day, you get home in the evening, yeah. you're tired, you don't want to be sitting there. Thinking, okay, I've got to go through a database and get these email addresses and send them an email. Exactly what do I right. put in the email? You want an automatic thing that sort of you know yeah. thanks people for their business, yeah. reminds them yeah. when to pay, all those types of things that I think we that's now right. kind of take for granted a little bit. But um, exactly, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it's an important part of um, the automation side of it is a huge a huge thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're yeah, sort of I'm... going through. We're going through that with our business at the moment, trying to automate as much as possible. Um, and uh, and you know those those sort of um, follow up messages and all that sort of thing is is all part of that. And how do you run that? Do you have someone in the off back office that does that? Um, um, well, I think we all we've all had a, a bit of a, a a try at it, I suppose. <laughs> We've uh, we've also had um, 
marketing people that have we've we've paid to sort of help us to do that sort of thing. And um, but yeah, it's, it really comes down to I think um, Samantha in our office she does most of that side of it. Yeah. Um, as in setting up setting up the um, the automated message to go out in you know another twelve months. So pretty much every job now that we do is is going to have a follow up message in twelve months time. You know, time to get your your unit serviced. You know, this this or that, whatever it might be. But um, but yeah, it, you really need to have uh, someone in marketing that you can say, well, what do you think we should be sending out on a regular basis? Something that's not going to piss people off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, that 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 stuff. I mean, I think it's you know, um, anyone that's in boiling boilers or HVAC or whatever, it's you know those reminders that say, hey, it's eleven months in a month. You should get you get it serviced or looked at. I mean, people yeah. people actually enjoy those type of messages because it's useful. Yeah. You know, you need to get no dip into right. a car, no dip into a car service email. Right, you've done X yeah. thousand miles. It's due a service. Book it in. I'd much rather yeah. that than having to look at the clock and think, oh, does this need a service yeah, or true. an oil yeah, service yeah, yeah. or a. Um, so I think it makes. Uh, I think bringing that to the trades is is yeah. really sort of quite game changing actually in terms of yeah. not just not just the yeah. amount of time it will save you, but also the relationship with your end customer, which you've just you know you yeah. referred to is really important. Yeah. Exactly. I think right. the, other, yeah. the other thing that we're looking to do too, and that's I guess where the podcast came from, and the and and the um, the YouTube channel was really to try to just offer something where we're not you're not beating someone's door down and asking you know buy now buy now. It's about just feeding people some information, some really yeah. helpful information, so that they they think you know that what they did there was actually really helpful to us. And you know, we, we we're not buying at the moment, but when we do, we'll actually keep them in mind. We're doing a um, a bit of a Facebook um, campaign at the moment, running a couple of ads, just just because everyone at the moment here and and other states of Australia are in lockdown, um, you haven't got access to, you know, not everyone's doing the, the servicing and the repairs at the moment. You know, lots of people are, are working from home and they're not, they're not out and about. So people like in this industry are quite scarce at the moment. So we've been doing this campaign where, um, you know, we send out this a video. It might be the reset your aircon video. It might be how yeah. to self-diagnose. Just things like that that might get people through this period. Um, and hopefully at the end of that, they might come to us and say, you know what, we actually followed that video. It worked. We're grateful. Um, you know, next time we want a service done or we'll get something done, come to you guys for, for some, you know, for some as a customer sort of thing, a paying customer. So um, I think that's where we're kind of heading at the moment, trying some of that stuff. I think it's, it's I mean, it's, it's something really great about doing that type of stuff. And I do think it builds really good reputation. I think when you when you phone someone up and they help you at the end of it, it's like, well, I'm not going to give you work, but you've helped me. You really do make a very, very strong note of that person or that company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's really, really powerful. And actually, everyone I've spoken to, initially when I say, have you built a YouTube channel, Instagram following, whatever whatever it is, is that for business? They've all initially said, no, 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 no. It doesn't drive business. But when you say, well, how much of the business that you've won though recently have people looked at the channel? They're like, oh, actually... Yeah, they've all looked at it and there's, you know, a couple of reasons. One, they see the quality of the work that you do because you're being very open about what you post and all that stuff. Um, and two, I think to your point, they've seen you because they've got an issue and they're trying to fix that issue. And then they remember, oh, actually, if I need a bigger thing like a new unit, 
I'm going to call I'm going to call that company. So um, I think it's a really yeah. really useful thing. And actually, so many consumers now go straight to YouTube and they have an issue. Like your example oh, that yeah. you used um, yeah. is an obvious one, right? Sometimes the most simplest stuff. And I think it's actually because the manuals are quite complex, overly complex. Yeah. And actually, looking for a YouTube video takes half the time and gives you the answer and you get exactly someone's right. demo, demoing it there. So it's uh, it's a pretty yeah. powerful tool. Yeah. And it's not always yeah. all those those sorts of things aren't always going to work, but uh, for, yeah. for the consumer, but at the end of the day, they've gone, oh, these guys tried to help me, um, didn't work, but maybe I need to give them a call and book a service call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, Great. That works quite well, yeah. So we always, um, I feel like we start, this has been really, really helpful. It's great. I and mean, it's fantastic to see you building the business and now going after the commercial stuff. Um, and I love yeah. the podcast and everything you're doing on YouTube. I think it's really powerful. Yeah. And the more, I think the more people that pick, I mean, you call it, you call it a niche, uh, but it's, it's a pretty big one, right, globally. I think that's one of the other fascinating yeah. things about this, this stuff is everyone I speak to, whether they're in the UK, Australia or the US, there is actually quite a big connection of tradespeople that talk to each other via yeah. this kind of these platforms yeah. uh, whether yeah. they're electricians or, or HVAC or whatever else it might be uh, which I think is, is is quite powerful and quite an interesting trend that, that we've seen one of the things we do at the end of the podcast we ask a series of questions I say I feel like we stole it from you because I'm sure that's what you do at the end of your uh, I know it's what you do yeah. at the end. Our, our questions are a bit different uh, <laughs> yours are more ca- yours are more casual I think it'd be fair to say ours are a bit more serious but um I'd love to have finish some sound effects like fart, fart sounds. And no, like we've got no sound, no sound effects. We don't have the. Hey, we haven't got that. We haven't got your marketing, but I, I actually did. I don't know. No, we've got a very good. We've got a very good. We've got a very good marketing team, but we don't have sound effects. I will give that. Uh, I'll give. We got your. Well, well, actually, I say that we have. Um, Shane, we have got your aviary, which sounds wonderful where you are. Is that an aviary or is that just a oh. local wildlife? Oh, it's just a, just oh, it's just gone. Yeah, no, it's no, just no, it's here. <laughs> oh, it's very nice. It's, maybe we need some sun. It's, it's dark here. I could do with some sunshine. All right, so I'm going to ask you the question. The first one, um, it has to be interesting because you've sort of gone into the family business, not necessarily by a direct route, but um, if you did pick another trade, if you weren't the air conditioning guys, what would you, what would you be? I'd probably, I reckon I'd do... Uh, Probably if I had my time again, I'd do an electrician. I'd be an electrician um, because it, it's actually an easier path now to 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 go for a dual trade if you're a Sparky to start with. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what I'd do. Either that or a male gigolo. I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I bet you might have some more success in it being a Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you'll still be broke, Brad. It'll still be broke. I haven't got much of a database uh, for the other one. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I don't know what I would have done, Michael. What, um, I, I kind of, I really get a, a kick out of doing the, the editing stuff, as my son yeah. you know, does. He, he does all that stuff as well, but... Um, you know, maybe something to do with um, with TV or film or something. You know, the back end stuff. You know, behind the scenes. That, that would have been really cool. Obviously, it's never too late. No, true. That's true. Yeah. You've got that YouTube and the podcast going. It's great. Okay, and then um, <laughs> when you're back on site and hope things are opening up, everything. What would be your favourite on site lunch? Oh, Brad's, you can't go past and, the good and, old and, HJs. Hungry <laughs> Jacks. Hungry <laughs> Jacks. Stinks of bread, that does. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd probably say, yeah, I reckon a Subway or maybe just a pie. But Balfour's pie with sauce. Balfour's pie with sauce, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. All right, good. Uh, go-to tool brand. 
Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite unit, by the way, when you're fixing? I know you've got Panasonic and other units on your on your website, but do you have a preferred brand? Um, probably, uh, well, we'd, we'd probably stick with the ones that we um, are using now, and that that'll be Panasonic is is one of our favorite brands at the moment. Um, Mitsubishi Electric and Hitachi, but yeah, they all yeah. have their own uh, little little ifs ifs and buts. Yeah, they're uh, that that's probably our go to at the moment. Yeah, and then tools. If you have tools. one tool to pick. We're talking batteries. Oh, you want to talk batteries? You can talk batteries. Yeah. Well, battery tools. Um, I'd go uh, Makita. Oh yeah, uh, no, they're very popular. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, or Milwaukee, I think. Yeah. I think Milwaukee's been slightly more popular so far, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got. I don't, I don't. I don't have an array of tools like Brad does. He's got a van full, stocked, filled. Uh, I'm not that lucky, um, but I'd have to say I've got a couple of Makitas. I thought you were going to say you're a Ryobi man. Well, I do like a Roby. I'm not, not a lion. <laughs> All right. And then, um, oh, I know you got, I know you fellas like your sport. If you could go to a live sporting event when things are opened up, what would it be? Uh, I just love, 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 yeah, going to a game, Adelaide Oval, wherever, just. Just soaking up that atmosphere, you know, and just yeah. particularly when your side's winning, just the, let, so like the electricity just builds. It's just awesome. So I'd have to say that. Yeah. Let's say footy and, and maybe the Adelaide 500 when it, yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Before it uh, got canned. And uh, you watching, are you watching the Olympics? I saw the timestamp this podcast. We're in the middle of the, I said the middle of the Olympics, the start of the Olympics, really. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. nothing else on, is there? No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Australia! Yeah. Australia's early hall is looking pretty good. They're quite hard to the say. Yeah, yeah, going nicely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. girls swimming. Yeah. They've won a few few goals already, so which is very nice. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, nice to hear that Brisbane got the twenty thirty two, which was very nice too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been yeah, there. Be you'd be good. able to go. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. cool. I should be uh, primed and ready to go by then. <laughs> <laughs> And the last question, I mean, you speak to lots of tradies and tradespeople on your podcast, but if there's anyone you think that we should have on the have on the show next, who would it be? Over to you, Shane. Well, um, there's, there's probably a few that, I mean, we've had so many great guests on our show, but there's a couple that I think would be a really good fit for you. And one of them is, um, with only a recent one, is Air Fridge Australia. We spoke to Ben Biffle, who's the state manager, Air Fridge Australia, a, um, a wholesaler, national wholesaler for air conditioning and refrigeration. Yeah. Uh, so, and he was good, really good, good guy to talk to. Um, probably from an industry perspective, I'd maybe suggest uh, Kim Lindbergh from Armour, which is the Australian Refrigeration Mechanics Association. So she's well, um, she's got a, you know, knows what's going on in the industry, and she's very, very well educated around that. Um, so they're doing some really good things, but also um, from a small business perspective, or when I say small, um, a business perspective, there's a, a couple of guys that we interviewed um, oh, very early in season one, and it was um, Smarter Air. They're, they're based in Brisbane, I think, Brad, weren't they? Yeah, I think Phil, so, yeah. Phil, Phil Crawley and, and Davis Rowe. So yeah. there's a couple of suggestions. Yeah, great. It's fantastic yeah. suggestions. Cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. 
Well, this has been great. Really great to have you on the show. Really appreciate your candor around the business and you're doing. It sounds really cool. And it's, I think it's great that you work as a family and, and still get on, uh, which is nice. And congrats on the you know YouTube channel and the podcast. I think it's, it's been really cool to see you doing that. And I think it's actually good that there's sort of this altruism behind it as well, which I think is what makes it more effective. And that seems to be the running theme for everyone I speak to sort of goes after that, that stuff. So that's... Yeah. Really cool yeah. as well. So look, really appreciate oh, awesome. it. It was it was lovely to speak to you both again. And um, it's been great. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you'll be out of no. lockdown fairly soon. Yeah. And I'd just like to say thank you to Tradify because uh, you know very good friends of the show, and uh, you guys kindly sponsored us, uh, sponsored our show in season one. So we're eternally grateful, Michael. For no, that. it was our pleasure, absolute pleasure. <laughs> cool. And then, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you, just to have interest, so I don't get the URLs or the. Um, the Air Conditioning Podcast is easy to find. I always test Brad at the end of every show on that, but yeah, it does all right. But um, airconditioningpodcast.com is the address, uh, Michael. And um, and then just the socials, Twitter and Facebook and Insta. Yeah, yeah, cool. And you type in the Air Conditioning Podcast if you're in a podcast app, it comes up top listing anyway. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, and YouTube. YouTube. Don't forget and YouTube. YouTube. Don't forget YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. And as always, listening or watching, as always, if you could rate, review and give us feedback, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Awesome. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Behind the Tools is brought to you by Tradeify, job management software for your trade business. If you enjoyed the podcast, let us know by leaving a review and be sure to tell your mates about it. Email behindthetools at tradeifyhq.com if you or someone you know would be keen to join the show as a guest. So there you have it, man. There we go. That was good. That was a bit was, of fun, wasn't it? It was good fun, yeah. Yeah, and, he's a nice uh, guy, Michael. Yeah, Michael is a lovely guy. And um, yeah, they're based over in New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. Uh, despite his English accent. Yes. He's, uh, he's out of, yeah, out of uh, yeah, NZ, across the pond. Some point, some yeah. Point, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, really nice guy. And yeah. um, if you haven't had a listen to the podcast, it's actually really, yeah, it's really quite it's good. good. Yeah. Uh, I've done about 15 episodes or something yeah. now, I think. And um, but it's always a bit awkward, quite isn't it? Quite professional too, aren't hey? they? What's that? He's quite professional, Very unlike us. Unlike, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, he's very, very professional. But as I was going to say, it's it's awkward talking about yourself. Oh, it is. I, I, yeah. I find you. I don't like listening to myself. I can't, I can't listen to it. So. Yeah, talking about like, you know, being the centre of attention, that's why I, I prefer to be on this side. Yeah. Doing yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, oh, it's got to be done. Yeah, that's it. So uh, we hope you didn't bore you to tears. No. Uh, but sometimes it's interesting to know a bit more about people behind the it is, yeah. behind the mic, as it were. So yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you should put a uh, shout out and say um, if anyone uh, wants to hear from someone that we haven't already spoken to, mm. um, get onto us. Um, how can they get onto us, Shane? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Brad. <laughs> Uh, airconditionpodcast.com send us a message and uh, yeah. and let us know what your thoughts are and um, yeah we'll go from there we'll see if we can satisfy that itch that scratch or no scratch that itch you say you might want to shoot another chemist and get something like that but anyway um, so yeah that pretty much uh, wraps us up for yeah. today um, and um, we hope you all have a um, Cracking week. Uh, yeah, have a good weekend. Lots of money. Yeah, have a good weekend and relax. A couple of beers. You having a couple of beers, bro? Oh, you know, maybe one. 
not possibly to you. <laughs> to the same one, Carlton. Yeah, uh, that's all good. So, uh, yeah, look, um, yeah, so going back to airconditionpodcast.com, Brave, where else? We want Facebook, Facebook Instagram, Insta, uh, YouTube, the, check out the YouTube channel. Yep. Talked about that in, a, yep. in an interview. Uh, but What's yeah. the email? Email is airconditionpodcast at gmail. Oh, at gmail.com. Those there you go. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you and uh, dob someone in too. Yeah, dob someone in. Um, but like you said, Brad, if, if people want to nominate someone to come on, we're happy to reach out. They don't yep. always they don't always agree to it. They don't That's have okay. to come on, but no. we'll be nice to them. Free free country. Exactly. Do right. you want? Yeah. I don't give a shit. No. Mm. Why should you? I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So uh, look until the next episode, Brad. Catch you guys later. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.